my check one two one two why am i so crazy what is up and welcome back to another episode of the boss life with bonds i am your host siobhan bonds and today we're talking about the art of alchemy this word is so dope to me um i'm gonna be 100 real with you guys i never really knew what it meant until i started watching harry potter i had to be like i think i was pregnant with danny so let's go ahead and say like 21 or so so it was at least 15 years ago 14 years ago and i think it was professor snape maybe someone something no it probably wasn't him but one of the professors at hogwarts was teaching alchemy and i was like i wonder what that is and so before we get into the spiritual emotional art of alchemy which is what i'm going to be talking about today i want to tell you the real definition or the original definition of alchemy which is says it is the medieval forerunner of chemistry and it's essentially the transformation of matter right base metals into gold and so when it comes to spiritual or emotional alchemy i like to think of it as basically taking shit and turning it into gold the shit of life that it gives you the transformation of matter because as we know and if you don't know you know now energy can't be created right or destroyed only changed into another form so for those of you that need a refresher with science, yeah, we don't get to create it. We just get to transmute it or alchemize it. So if you're here with me live today on either Facebook or Instagram, do me a favor and drop a hashtag, I'm here. If you're watching the replay, drop a hashtag replay. And the reason for this is because, again, energy can't be created. I can't create my own energy, but I get energy from knowing that you guys are here, that you're getting value from this, and it really gives me uh, direction in which way to take these episodes so I know what kind of people are listening. And it's an easy way for spirit, God, universe to communicate messages to you that you may not be seeing in your personal lives on your own. And I'm going to go down a little rabbit hole real quick and explain to you what I mean by that exactly. So oftentimes in your 3D physical world, most of us, a lot of us are so busy being um, in the 3D world, being, you know, what we can see, tangible things that we pay little to no attention to things that go unseen. Whether you are, excuse me, whether you are a spiritual person, religious or not, and you understand that there is a spiritual realm or whether you are someone that truly understands science and understands radio waves, you can't see those, but you know that they're real, right? Um, I think it's very important to realize that there's a lot of things going on that sometimes we're so stuck in our 3D world that we're not able to see the unseen. And I think it is so beautiful. I'm always mind blown, I'm always humbled, and I'm always reminded of just how we are not alone and how real the supernatural is, and here's why there'll be lessons in my life that I'm not learning either because I'm turning a blind eye to it on purpose because it's too painful to touch or because I'm simply too busy in the hustle and bustle or I'm not connected to a community where that divine wisdom would have been inserted in me via a coach, uh, a pastor, things like that. So if you are someone that goes to church and you have fallen into a cycle of not going to church and that's where your soul gets fed, regardless of my relationship with the with uh, with Christianity, I need you to make sure that you are there and that you're getting fed because you'll miss out on divine messages, especially if you're someone that's so busy. Um, if you are someone that 
is a part of any type of community. Um, I'm in, like I mentioned before, I'm involved in female founders. I'm involved in CEO school, which is again, another female founder community. And I may not be in those communities consistently every single day, but when I drop in, I always get the divine, like, it's always like, wow, that was right on time or wow, that was for me. And that's what we miss out on where that's what, that's what's available to us when we're in community. However, there are times where I'm not in those spaces to receive those downloads. There are times where I'm so stressed out that I'm, I'm forgetting the spiritual component of my, my humanness, right? My mind, body, and soul. I'm forgetting the, the spiritual component to my existence and I'm trying to fix everything in the 3D. And it's so cool when I get in those places because I will start watching Once Upon a Time or whatever the heck it is I'm watching, right? Uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Once Upon a Time, the Good Place, and a couple other shows. I will re-watch these shows, mainly um, they have really good morals behind them or uh, they have a pro-female agenda. Either way, <clears throat> I will watch them no matter how many times I've seen these episodes and get something new or something that is like, I'll perk up and be like, okay, God, I hear you. Amazing that you knew I would hear this episode today, right now, when I'm going through the thing that I'm going through. And so I just think it's so dope how we get to receive these messages and receive these downloads a variety of ways. Um, and it's always a reminder not to be so stuck in the physical and in the scene. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, I don't remember where it was from, but it was like, set your sights on what is unseen because what is seen is temporal, but what is unseen is eternal. And long before I went down the woo-woo rabbit hole and long before, you know, I decided that church wasn't the way that God and I were going to do uh, my soul's purpose in this world, I was like, that, that is so deep. And I think that someone needs to hear that today. You're so focused on the external uh, season uh, of suffering. You're so focused on the momentary uh, trials that you forget that there are things going on behind the scenes there's alchemy happening on your behalf there's there's things that are getting moved for you that you're not even aware of especially if you planted the seed and you spoke it into existence especially if you planted the seed and you wrote it out i've talked about this um, earlier this week in the journaling i've talked about it with the affirmations when you're when you're speaking words when you're setting your sights on what is unseen you're literally sowing seeds into your future and the easiest way to make those things manifest is to go back and visit that, that visualization, that idea, that compelling vision of your future, because it's gonna elicit that strong emotion that when coupled is what gets you to, to be in alignment on that path. So I got a little sidetracked. I told y'all I was gonna go down a rabbit hole <clears throat> on, on how, <clears throat> how cool it is to realize that you're not just a body, you're not just a human and everything that you see around you, this isn't it. There's so many more levels. So anywho, let's get back to alchemy, which is the transformation of matter. So again, the original meaning was about taking base metals and turning them into gold. Think about, oh, life gave me lemons, so I made lemonade. Life gave me a lot of pain, but I turned it into purpose, right? Life gave me a mess, so I turned it into a message. You get where I'm going with this, right? Pain to purpose, sorrow to joy. That is literally what we mean when I say the art of alchemy. And it's so important. I'm going to give you three reasons today why it's so important. Um, and then 
hopefully by the end of this, you'll understand the necessity for self-healing and not just sitting in your shit or just avoiding it because time does not heal. Okay, time just gives you more memories and more experiences to uh, suppress those older memories, right? Because your brain can only store so many things. And so a lot of us are living our adulthood life as the wounded child. A lot of us are living our adulthood life as the abandoned child, the rejected child. I know that I've spent a lot of my adult life in the rejected child energy, the rejected friend, the rejected, all of those things. And when I started to do the inner work, and I don't just mean religion, because I didn't start inner work until I left church, because I realized there was more than just following a set of rules and serving and being a good person and hoping that I made it to heaven. Um, and telling people if they didn't do what I did, they'd go to hell. Um, I knew there was more. So I started the personal development journey and started thinking of how I could use, how I could alchemize. I didn't know the word back then, but I started to, to God, how do I alchemize what we've been through? And I don't just sit here and come out like, I'm a survivor, I was a victim of this. Like that's dope and I'm so proud of me and you and every woman that has survived, but like, it's not enough to just reach that survival level. It's not enough to just be like, you know, I survived the things. What did you do from there? How did you turn that situation into gold? How did you transmute that energy? How did you alchemize that situation? And I had a hard time for years. You guys have watched it, trying to figure out how do I package and how do I call what I do? You know, if I'm gonna be speaking and teaching, do I, do I say I'm a master at overcoming obstacles? That's vague. Okay, uh, uh, maybe I'm a master at manifestation, which when I'm on my shit, yes, and so can you be. But I like the adversity alchemist because everything that you guys see in my life and the lives of the women that I'm so blessed to work with is teaching them how to take their adversity and alchemize it. I mentioned on the show earlier this week or last week how I, here's an example. I'm frustrated with the gender uh, pay gap. A lot of women are. Some of us try not to think about it or we just don't care or we're just oblivious or we have too many things to be stressed out about. But it really does frustrate me because now I'm seeing how it affects me. I remember experiencing it um, even when I was serving, like I would hear how much money the men were making, some of them, and I was like, no, why the hell doesn't anyone tip me like that? And um, I started researching some more and that's how I learned about unconscious bias and internalized misogyny um, and how even women like were more willing to, it's just weird, it's a whole bunch of stuff. But instead of walking around bitter, men make more money than us because people just feel like a man deserves more respect or whatever the hell, right? Instead of sitting around festering and getting frustrated with that, I chose to alchemize that frustration and I'm like, you know what, I can stand in the streets, I can burn my bra, I can have a poster board in the air, I could do that, I really could, but I could also start my own business, not just a business, but an empire, not just an empire, but a platform empire, where I'm able to employ women and pay them a decent wage. Now I feel like that is way more beneficial than me standing in the streets and no, no disrespect to those women at all, but this is how I choose to alchemize it. And in that same token, that may be how they choose to alchemize it rather than be in their jobs and stay passive aggressive or have a whole bunch of harbored anger and not express it. Maybe that's the way that they are shifting that energy from it just being stuck. 
which is my first reason why you need to alchemize your pain. Because we talked this week already about what stuck energy really is and what it does to you. Stuck energy is stress that is held in your body. If you've ever read, and you need to, if you haven't, the body keeps score. And one of my life coaching sessions with clients, that is the focus of that call. Because in order, and I talk about this a lot, in order for you to be connected to your intuition, you have to first be connected to your body and being connected to your body in level one of Girl Get Your Life, which is the, the health coaching version of my life coaching course. It was like level one, level two. And the first level one, we talk about learning to listen to your body's cues, hunger, sleep, rest, horniness, pain, all of these things, rather than pushing them down. And that's the building block for level two, where we start talking about how to trust your intuition. But if we don't teach you how to listen to your body's innate wisdom, you'll never be able to tap into your intuition. And in another way that we can learn to tap into our intuition, strengthen our connection with our intuition, is through, <clears throat> I'm gonna take a sip of water. is through intentional um, connection. Think of it like mind to muscle connection in the gym. Oh, here's, here's a good reference or analogy. So if you could, if you're listening to this and you're driving, this is not for you. But if you're listening to this and you can sit down, I want you to put your hand on the outside of your shoulder. Kind of like here's the end of your shoulder. Put your hand right below, right underneath that knuckle, that ball socket joint. And I want you to, with a bent elbow, slowly raise your shoulder up to parallel and then put it down. This is what we call a lateral raise. And this is what you do to target your shoulder muscles. A lot of people when they're exercising, just like they don't have any mind to muscle connection. And that's why they've been working out for years and you can't see their body change because they think they're doing lateral raises when instead they're doing like, I don't know, a butterfly swing. And so mind to muscle connection teaches you to connect, hey, body, I want you to grow this muscle. So. A lot of times when I'm teaching people how to work out and how to create mind and muscle connection, I'm like, just touch the body part. I'll be in the gym touching my butt when I'm doing something to make sure my right glute's firing. I know what you're thinking, Bonnie. What the hell does this have to do with alchemy? How did we get to personal training and fitness? Well, this is why I do both and I don't separate them because this is all the same, right? But number two, in the same way that you can bring intentional focus to a certain muscle group to get it to do what you want it to do, that same principle can be applied to something we call woundology or going into a meditative state. I'll usually guide the client in a guided meditation and we'll start pulling up memories from their past and I'll, or I'll start saying certain words or certain key triggers, right? This is how we're talking to your subconscious, right? And I'll be saying certain things that will trigger certain memories from their past. And I'm like, where did you feel that? Where was the first initial involuntary response in your body? You guys may think, oh, that was just a twitch. But as I said earlier uh, this week in the podcast, your nervous twitches are what, nervous, right? It's a part of your nervous system, your nervous system, which is connected to what? Your brain. And so if, I'm ta if you're in a meditative state and your conscious mind is now relaxed and your subconscious mind is now elevated and I'm speaking to your subconscious mind while you're in this meditative state and I say certain things like your childhood this or blah, 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 and you notice your body respond in a certain way, that's a key, that's an indicator that that's a place where you have stuck energy from your trauma or from your childhood. 
the going through practices like this are what helps strengthen your intuition and help strengthen your connection with your body. And this is why when women come to me and they're just like, I just want to lose weight. I'm like, can we, can we work on you learning to connect to and know yourself? Because that's going to make this process so much more enjoyable, so much smoother and so much more impactful. But we try to fly through that. Like I said, in the beginning, we try to treat it like, oh, as time passes, things will get better. It doesn't, time doesn't heal. You get to intentionally heal. And so the first reason why you need to focus on alchemizing the pain in your life is because stuck energy, it's stuck in your body, right? And that stuck energy, whether it's, uh, I'll give you an example before I, I move on, but what I mean by we hold and harbor pain in parts of our body, when I did that exercise with one of my clients and we were done, I said, where did you feel the pain or the tenseness in your body? She said, my shoulders. And I was like, well, that makes sense. A lot of us harbor stress in our harbor stress in our shoulders. And when we're at work or when we're mad, that that's what we do. But she goes, no, nah, it's deeper than that. When my father used to like get mad, he would press his arms into my shoulders. And so I remember that from my childhood. That's what I mean by having stuck energy in parts of your body. For those of you that think woo-woo bullshit is bullshit, again, that's why I laid the foundation in the beginning of this to explain to you that connection between your body and, and your soul and realize, like, don't, don't sell yourself short by acting like you're just a, a sack of bones that gets to wake up and die. Like you're a soul and you are, there's so many layers to this. So stuck energy in the body. Remember, your internal world is just a manifestation of your external world. So if you were someone that has simply suppressed memories, suppressed pain, tried to work out and suppress it, tried to eat through and suppress it, tried to sleep through it and suppress, whatever you try to do rather than alchemize your pain, um, the stagnancy or that stored energy that is stuck in your body, your external world is also going to look stagnant and stuck. So when people are talking about, I feel stuck in my job, I feel stuck in my relationship, I feel stuck in this, and we only try to fix external factors like I'm going to do, 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 do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and do that. Remember the be, do, have model? You get to be, right? You get to be the kind of person that does the inner work, that looks within, and then you can do, 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 and then you'll have the outcome that you want. But most of us don't do that. We try to, we try to skip steps, right? You will remain stuck as long as you try to skip steps. You'll feel like there's a lack of fulfillment in your life because you have this stuck energy that results in a stuck, stagnant life that results in a lack of confidence because you can't figure out why the fuck can I change what's going on in my life? Why am I in this cycle? Why won't things change? It's because of stuck energy and you're not allowing yourself the space, the grace and the place to release it. I had to snap for myself because I don't know where that phrase came from. <laughs> All right, so that's reason number one why we want to alchemize our pain. Reason number two, lessons learned unlock new levels. The lessons that you learned unlock new levels. There, I, I was on a Zoom yesterday with one of the amazing men at a million cups here, the entrepreneur circle, nationwide entrepreneur circle that helps you craft your pitch so that you can invest and so that you can just get mentoring. and. We were on a call yesterday and we were talking about, um, or he mentioned a stat to me, I think it was like 80% of people, excuse me, that graduate, I don't remember if he said high school or college, but 80%, I think it was college, 80% of people that get their undergrad never read another book again, like a real like book that's going to challenge them or make them grow, not like, I guess, personal growth or a, a, an area of study. Most people don't read again after they graduate. 
And I can't help but think of how many people who it is almost painful to be around because when we go to talk, the things that come out of their mouth are the only substance that comes out is the same stuff they've been talking about for years or they're still stuck in a chapter of their life, whether it was high school, uh, middle school, whether it was their wife that left them, whatever it is, they're still stuck there. And it is legit painful to hear them just continue to relive it. And I'm like, okay, well, what are we gonna do about it? Or, okay, well, what's next? And they never get to that point. Why? Because they had, because the number one, they had stuck energy, they got remained stagnant. They remain stagnant, their life doesn't feel fulfilled. Their lack of fulfillment leads to lack of confidence and we need confidence in order to grow. So point number two, which is that lessons learned unlock new levels. Again, if you want to be able to get to the next level of your life, right? If you want to see the person that you're truly meant to become, then you have to learn these lessons that life is presenting you with. And as I mentioned in the beginning, if you're not plugged into communities where you can receive this wisdom from people, if you're not plugged in to maybe having a mentor, or this is for people that want to do more in their life. If you're listening to this and you're just like, I'm perfectly fine, I don't wanna change, cool, 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 that's great, I'm not talking to you. But for the people that are actually like, yeah, I do want to overcome obstacles. I do want to become a master at manifesting. I do want to become an adversity alchemist. Like I don't want stuck energy. I don't want a stagnant life. I want to feel fulfilled. I want confidence. Boo-boo, you have to do the inner work. Boo-boo, you have to take that step to do something with that stuck energy and not just let it sit there and manifest in the manifest as weight gain or manifest as depression or manifest as any of these other undesirable outcomes that so many people struggle with and struggle even harder to figure out a way to get out of it. You'll never be able to unlock the next level of your life if you don't learn the lesson of that level. If you like video games, think of it like that. There's no way you get to the next level until you do everything that's supposed to be done on this level. Oh, you didn't? Okay, try again. Oh, you didn't? Okay, try again. Oh, you still didn't jump high enough? Oh, you failed? Okay, try again. And that's how life is. There are some things that you don't get to skip. And when we decide that we're going to try to skip the lessons of life, we're going to not deal with the pain, you will see levels of success in your life. I'm not saying your life will be miserable, but it'll only be at the realm. It will only be at the realm and at the level in which you allow yourself to be at. And if you can't really see what's ahead, it's hard to set your sights on it. Right? Like you can't, you can't be what you can't see. That's why representation is so important. But at the same time, if you can't see yourself in a situation other than what you've seen already, right? The pain, the suffering, the, the missed opportunities, the, the areas where you may have failed and you didn't realize that failure is just feedback and it's part of, you know, life, right? If you're not learning these lessons, this is why we remain stuck at the same level of life. Reason number three, which ties into all three of these, is that by becoming an alchemist of your own personal adversity, this is how you become your highest self. If you're from church and the term highest self sounds very spiritual and very woo-woo to you, or you're just new to this whole like spirituality junk and you're like, that sounds weird, or even another inaccurate description of your highest self that I see floating around the internet, which is, you don't have to be perfect. Stop trying to be your highest self. Be, love yourself now. Spending time with, aspiring to be, and setting your sights on your highest self 
doesn't mean that you don't love yourself now. What it means is, literally, I wrote this on a post the other day. It means like, I love you, I believe in you, and I know you're capable of more. So rather than twisting and perverting a very positive concept, what if you were to look at it as me aligning with my highest self, aligning with the highest potential timeline for my life means that I love myself, that I do believe in myself, and that I know that I'm capable of more. Your highest self is not perfection. Your highest self doesn't necessarily have to be an actual goddess ascending from the clouds. Like guys, this is figure of speech. I want you guys to be able to visualize you as a goddess so that you can start aligning, aligning with a higher version of yourself, but in no means do I mean to imply that you have to have a level of perfection to, to be your highest self. By doing these things, by taking your pain and turning it into a purpose, by taking your adversity and turning it into like alchemizing it, right? By learning these lessons and not allowing yourself to get stuck in your emotions, this expands your capacity for more. Again, the new level unlock thing, you get to go to the next level. When you learn these lessons, when you deal with your shit, guess what? A whole new world opens up for you. Because a lot of us are asking for, and now I'm gonna go back to manifestation. A lot of us are asking for a lot of things from God, from the universe. We're trying to manifest this. We want a relationship. We want a better job. We want more money. We want all these things. But it's like, remember, be, do, have. If I never coached again, I would just take, and someone's like, Bonnie, how do you change your life? How do you, be, do, have. You have to be the person that is able to attain and maintain the thing that you wanna have. So you get to be her now. You get to do the things that she would do now, and then you'll have it. And you can apply that to anything, okay? Money, I want more money. Okay, well, you get to be the woman who has more money. How, how does that, how does she behave? Is she frivolous with her money or she invests wisely? Is she generous with her money? Think, sit down, make a list of what that version of you would be like and think of how you can start to embody that now. Do the things that she would do. Does she save? Does she look at her checking account? Does she budget well? You get to do that now and not wait until the money just comes pouring in. And then as you're being and as you're doing, you'll look up and one day you'll have. Skirt, relationships. You want a loving, healthy, trusting, healthy, I said healthy already, balanced. What else I have on here? Uh, abundant, unconditional, romantic, and exhilarating. Yes, I have these things on my thingy. That was something I was manifesting last year. So you want these things, you gotta be the kind of woman that can have that kind of relationship, right? Is that woman that is in an exhilarating and romantic relationship, is she bitter? Is she entitled? Is she grouchy? Is she jaded? Probably not, right? Because in the same way that you want a man that has all of your desirable traits, well, that guy probably wants a female of, you know, same thing. So that's why you get to do the inner work. So you can be her. And then you can start doing the things that a confident woman who is ma magnetic and sensual and, 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 and draws in the type of man that she wants, then you start doing those things and you have it. So be, do, have, okay? <sighs> I hope that you guys got some value from today's episode. I really enjoy teaching on this. Uh, I didn't go too deep into what alchemy is because that's what we're gonna go into during the self-healing series this summer. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go visit my Instagram feed. It's pinned to the top of the page, self-healing summer, right? Said a hot girl summer, self-healing summer. And I wanted to create a learning series that you don't have to commit to. It's not some huge um, like four or six month program. I'm just gonna be doing master classes on Saturdays during the summer. You can go ahead and look at my homepage 
and see which one sounds good to you. If they all sound good to you, you can grab them all at discount. But we'll be talking about self-healing. We'll be talking about the art of alchemy. We'll be talking about healing your inner child. We'll be talking about shadow work, feminine embodiment, all of the things that you hear me talking about at great length or that you would like to go deeper with. If that interests you, again, go ahead and grab that link in my bio. Bonnie, what is my name? <laughs> it's mindandbody.co slash Siobhan. Don't try to look that up. Just go, go to the link in the bio. Um, and go ahead and see which classes sound like a good time for you. If you're like, those classes sound great, but I would rather dissect these things with you personally and you'd like to hop on a call with me and we can do some of this one-on-one, -on -one, again, without the commitment of a coaching program, you can book a call with me as well. That's also gonna be on that site and I would love to hop on and kind of hear what you have going on, offer some insight, some wisdom, some divine wisdom, and maybe take you through some of those exercises that you heard me talk about on today's podcast. So thank you guys once again for tuning in. Uh, I'll be back Friday, 12 p.m. EST to wrap up this series. It'll be the art of action. I love you guys to the moon and back. Don't forget to share this episode. Leave a five-star review and or a, a written review and let people know what this show has done for you. Have the best day of your entire beautiful lives. Peace.